Hey guys, it's me, Booty Corn, and welcome back to The Goat Talk. We spoke about um, a relationship triangle, and today we're going to be talking about being a peace princess or a peace prince. Now, that's just the term that I use personally. Um, but it's basically about being a good person, and my this is all in my definition, obviously, but being a good person and being peaceful and calm and choosing not i don't i feel like it's not the same as being a chakrahan i don't like that term either but it's yeah for people that enjoy it yeah okay that's beside the point today we're talking about being peace princes and princesses and just the journey to getting there and a lot of people think the journey to getting there requires a lot of pain and requires a lot of turmoil and you know requires being strong but i i beg to differ i think a lot of wisdom. I feel like the main the main attribute of being a peace princess or a peace prince comes from being wise. And that's not to discredit anybody's intelligence or sense of serenity in terms of arguments or proving points or just living life generally. But I think it takes a lot of wisdom to be calm in situations where you want to defend yourself. It takes a lot of I don't know, wisdom to step away from certain situations where you know negativity is your only response. And it's difficult. I won't lie. It's so difficult. <laughs> like, it's it's crazy. I just, I'm thinking about, I don't know, the the way I used to handle confrontation or arguments when I was like, I don't know, like two, three years back. That's not even that long ago. But yikes, I feel like especially as a young black woman or a young black lady. Um, but I feel like this applies to anybody, honestly. But I'm saying from my perspective, I was always either portrayed to be defensive and, and, and not to discredit anybody else's you know feelings or anything. And sometimes I was defensive, I wouldn't lie. But a lot of the time before I can even raise my voice or fold my arms... I'm seen as being, well, I was seen as being aggressive or I wasn't being ladylike or I wasn't, I was being very defensive or, or yeah, 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 and just in the way I responded to people when I was blatantly being attacked. And that, I don't know, echo marks, reverse psychology of it makes you feel like, makes you feel like a bad person. Like, I don't want to lie. Like, for a lot of, like, a lot of the time growing up, I felt like I was a bad person when I reacted to people blatantly being disrespectful or putting me in corners. And there's only so many times you can put a cat in a corner before it puts its claws out. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know, for, for the longest time I was trying to figure out the balance between not always fighting, but also creating boundaries. And I feel like that comes, guys, creating boundaries is so important if you want to become a better person and not necessarily a good person, you can even want to be a bad person. Um, that's totally up to you, but it is so important to create boundaries for yourself because the minute you don't, you start allowing the most treacherous of activities. It is astounding. The things you will let be done to you. Like it's crazy. And I understand that it's not, it's easier said than done because I still struggle with that to this day. But you know what? From the blind leading the blind, one thing I can say is that you're the only person who can set boundaries for you. But I feel like it also comes with the 
very difficult task of communication, even when you feel like, you know, it's not a nice thing to say. Um, I don't know. I've always preached that or I've always like told anyone around me that like if you feel uncomfortable with something, rather just say something and make everyone uncomfortable than be the only person suffering in your own corner because it's not fair on you. It's not fair on the people who are going to experience that behavior in the future. And it's not fair on the things you're teaching yourself are okay. And I don't know if that makes sense, but essentially you teach people how to treat you. So if you're going to let it slip with one person who plays a major role in your life, who's to say you won't let it slip with another person who plays an insignificant role in your life. And I'm saying insignificant in, in, in the sense that it's not as large as someone else because everyone's going to hate me for this comment. But I feel like everybody comes into your life for... <laughs> I hate that I'm going to say this. People come into your life for a season or a reason and if not a reason i don't know how the rest of the quote goes but that's the that's that's all i want to say because that's the that's my whole point but i feel like embracing and i'm just talking about the different aspects of you know being a peace prince or princess um embracing who you are um because if you don't embrace who you are and being who you are means negatives and positives because as much as the good times roll, so do the bad times. And it depends on how you handle each time. What how you handle each time is how you've taught yourself to cope. And I hope oh, yeah, I hope I'm on the right track here. Um, but I mean and mind you, this is all in my perspective. Someone can see it completely differently and have the same outcome. But this is just what I've realized for me in my journey. I feel like a lot of the time I felt or I became, not aggressive per se, but I became frustrated with my channels of communication because it felt like I was always being gaslighted. And let me tell you, being gaslighted, being gaslighted, it, look, peak, peak frustration. Because especially when, you know, when you're starting to realize your worth, because that's when it's that's when your self-worth is the strongest. And I mean this in the sense that you wake up one day and you realize, I'm worth so much more than anything than everything I've been going through. And now you're on a rampage of finding self-worth in everything that you've done. And now you're coming in hot, you're coming in strong, and you're on full force. And then as you move on, you start to realize either there's different approaches, you can do this in a calmer sense, you don't have to be so... I don't know, I personally don't like the aggressive approach of self-worth it might work for someone else for me it doesn't i don't enjoy it i don't like being aggressive i am a loud person though like i don't know <laughs> i don't know how to, how i describe myself but a lot of people around me say i'm loud when i'm having fun but like like i can be quiet when i'm having fun too but like if i'm like out and about in the streets running fronting gallivanting um i'm more of a loud character just because i like to see everyone having fun i'm a hype man but if I'm really, like, not, if I'm not, like, going hard, I'm a very quiet person. Um, I speak a lot when I'm spoken to, I'm very calm. Um, if I'm not this person around you, that means I don't trust you. So, um, yeah, now it's awkward. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, um, a lot of, it takes a lot of adjusting to become the person that you really want to be or the person that you feel in your heart and soul that you really are. And that involves the difficult parts like it's not easy to tell someone you don't want them to touch you and not in the sense that you're repulsed by them just that they 
that you're uncomfortable with certain sorts of displays of affection or that you're uncomfortable with certain people touching you or being touched in certain places and i feel like that's why you like i don't know if there's any young parents here young adults whoever's listening if you have kids it's such an important thing to teach them that you don't have to hug all your aunts and uncles you don't have to kiss all your aunts and uncles you don't always have to be friends with them and you don't always have to frolic around them and you don't have to enjoy their company i feel like it's so important to listen to kids when they say they don't like someone's energy or they don't like someone's presence because a lot of the time as a kid when you notice stuff like that and your parents like oh you're just whiling oh that's a mate or that's your uncle man stop being weird you feel like everybody else that you meet whose energy puts you off or who else's energy or vibrations make you uncomfortable is completely out of pocket or is out of par with what's happening and that's how you land up letting so many people walk over you because you don't think that it's them you think that it's you so I don't know along the journey I've realized that I don't think anybody else knows me better than I know myself and as much as you know other people can pick up certain things or they've seen certain things elsewhere doesn't necessarily always apply to me and that's fine nobody you don't have to always be known always be you know on someone's radar in terms of the things you do act way or feel but it doesn't mean sometimes it doesn't apply i feel like you have to be a very objective person and you have to be a very open-minded person to be a like a peace princess or peace prince and i'm just saying it from my perspective like i know a lot of the time i'd get in arguments just because i wanted people so desperately to understand where i was coming from or the point i was trying to prove just so that i didn't feel like i was alone in the arguments i was having but i realized it's okay if someone doesn't understand you and it's okay if someone you know doesn't feel the same about a certain point of view and it's okay if someone doesn't defend you Because at the end of the day, that reflects on them and not on you. What's important is you stood your ground and you fought for yourself. And that's the most you can say in anything, really. It doesn't matter if you don't succeed. At least you tried and you believed in yourself. But it matters more that you try something else or you try again. You know what I mean? I feel like the unlearning, and I know it's a difficult thing to do, but honestly... I feel like the most important part about finding peace in your life is unlearning a lot of the stuff you learned in your childhood that made you feel like certain things were okay even when you knew they weren't. I feel like we're born peace princesses and peace princes and we're taught to not be them. We're taught to be strong warriors while at the same time being told that either our feelings or our thoughts or the way we communicate certain things aren't valid and that journey is a whole um i don't know i don't i don't know what the correct word for it is but it's a whole it's a whole event in itself because trying to navigate self-worth and self-respect with the people who you should be learning those things from when they're telling you that you're not those things i don't know if i'm making sense but when they tell you that you're not those things is so it becomes increasingly frustrating for yourself and for the people around you because you're trying to show them that you do understand what you're worth and you do understand that you know certain things do happen and this may be the consequence but they don't believe that you're mentally there yet so that brings us to the next topic the topic of um, what's this, knowing what you want in your future from young. 
I feel like I've always known what I, what my end goal is and what I want in my life and the kind of energies I wanted around myself. And from a very young age, but I was always told that, you know, I'm too young to know what certain things mean. I'm too young to know what I want. I'm too young to know what certain emotions feel like. And that was my biggest challenge growing up because I was so sure of myself in that I wanted to achieve certain goals and I wanted to look a certain way and I wanted to present myself a certain way. But there were so many people telling me that, you know, that's not how a lady acts or that's not, um, you're, you're, you're too young to understand um, the depth that comes with that or you're too, un- too young to understand love or you're too young to know or wait till you grow up. And I feel like I've grown up a little bit more and I still feel the same way. So this may not apply to everyone, but I think everyone has their thing that it applies to. Like there's certain goals that I've set for myself multiple times in my lifetime, not even being in the same state of mind that I've realized are recurring um, recurring goals. And it's crazy to me because no matter what stage I was creating those goals at, whether I was upset, whether I was happy, whether I was, you know feeling content the goals were always the same and those goals always made me happy and when you find those little gems in whatever state you may be in I think you're finding elements of yourself that you're starting to understand so I think no matter what stage you're at I think it's important to establish constant goals and constant pieces of yourself that make you happy and make you excited and make you want to live life a little bit more. And I feel like that's how you embrace every stage and every emotion. And I feel like that's the process of becoming a peace prince or a peace princess. Because the more you realize what makes you happy, the more you want to do it. And the more willing you are to do it. And the more fun you have doing it. And all of a sudden you realize you're not so much worried about responding. And you're not so much worried about what other people think. And you're not so much worried about, you know, the bad that may come from it or the good that may come from it. You're so you're so busy enjoying everything that nothing feels like an argument and nothing feels like a battle and nothing feels like fear or war anymore. And I feel like that's the most exciting part. I feel like that's when the journey becomes the most exciting. And I'm not saying I've got it all figured out. I honestly don't. And I'm far from it. And I wish I was a little bit closer but I am saying that I've found versions of versions of me along the way that I've fallen so deeply in love with that I've forgotten that I was fighting for myself the whole time. Because once you've seen how happy you can be, why would you want to go back? You know what I mean? So I feel like, I mean, obviously, I did, like, there's things that you can look up and there's things that the internet will tell you or... I don't know, chakra hands will tell you and they'll tell you to affirm yourself and to look in the mirror and, you know, to write down things you're grateful for. And I feel like those things are all valid, but I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't use any of those because I don't know. I was either never, I never believed in them because I spent so much time trying to figure it out or I never felt like they were going to work fast enough for me. And I realize now that the problem, like, the problem should never be how long it's going to take you. The problem should be that you get there in the first place. So if writing, if journaling helps you, 
I feel like that's a good place to start if affirming yourself helps you. I actually tried affirming myself. It is one of the most difficult activity. I tried it last night even. And I was talking to I was talking to myself in a sense. I was talking to myself about the things I deserve and the things I want to see myself with and surround myself with. And I got very emotional because it's so difficult to tell yourself you deserve certain things even when you're not sure of it or when you're not sure if that's the right thing for you. The most you can do is, you know, convince yourself that you're on the right path and convince yourself that you're doing well. And essentially, you're raising yourself, but that's because you're healing your inner child. I feel like it's so important to heal your inner child because as much as, you know, you're growing... What are you growing from if the foundation is a mess? And I feel, oh, that's such a hectic thing to say. But it's true. I feel like if you feel like your heart and your mind and your soul are in turmoil, what are you fighting for if you're not sure who you are? Or what are you fighting for if you're not sure what the goal is? So those are just some questions to think about. That's just a little piece of my journey. And if you want me to talk about the journey on a more in-depth level, I mean, that's something completely different. But I feel like the most important thing is that you wake up every day and you choose yourself. And it's not always easy. And it's not always going to be efficient. And it's not always going to be fun. And it's not always going to be sad either. It's just always going to be something that you know you have to do. And eventually you'll be doing it so often you'll forget it was something you struggled with. And you'll forget it was something you had to remind yourself consciously to do. And eventually it becomes who you are. And you'll realize that all the weight that used to weigh you down and all the stuff that used to stress you out, they were so, so much smaller than they seemed. That doesn't mean that they lose value. It just means that now you view them differently because now you realize that you're stronger and larger and more powerful than the problem. And that is the most beautiful thing about being a human being and about being someone who wants peace for themselves and wants happiness for themselves because the quicker you realize that you are the only thing convincing yourself you're not worthy or you're the only thing letting yourself be convinced that that you're not worthy is the quicker you realize that the more powerful your comeback becomes and not in the sense that you're proving people wrong even if you are it's not about that anymore it's about you and waking up and being ready for another day and being happy for another day and being strong for another day and I feel like the term strong is tricky a little bit but that's actually one of my topics for another podcast so if you guys are really interested in that let me know I actually wanted to do it cover it next week um but yeah I think it takes a lot of internal strength and only strength strength can only be met ma- ma- oh 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 Strength can only be measured by you and how you know, how much you know yourself and how much you know you can handle. But it takes a lot of wisdom. It takes a lot of peace. It takes a lot of patience. Oh, guys, this thing takes patience to love yourself, to choose yourself, to fight for yourself and to create barriers for yourself and boundaries for yourself. And I hope that even one thing I said has brought you closer to finding whatever it is that makes it worth it or finding a, a level to upgrade up to that you will eventually reach the level that you want to be at. But yeah, guys, that's really it for me. And until next time, deuces.